0: Hey everybody, this is Brother Frank and welcome to another episode of The Rhythmic Call. And I, I'm sorry that I had to miss last week, but God was uh, just did something amazing and um, I'll share it with you here in a minute. Um, please brothers and sisters keep brother Benjamin in your prayers uh, the devil's been attacking his body with pain lately and um, inflammation things like that and he just needs prayers that the Lord just bring that down uh, Brother Benjamin has seen attacks out of all the people I've known uh, he has received some of the absolute worst uh, affliction um, that I know of of someone I've actually known personally. And it's, uh, you know, the devil is not happy with the things he shared and the people he's touched. And and I'm, you know, if you know my story, I'm 1999 when I read the book. Uh, The day of the Lord is at hand, and the Lord literally pulled me from a life of drugs. I I left my house one morning in 1999, strung out on meth, uh, chronic adultery. My wife was leaving me, and on the way home outside of church, I got born again. I met Jesus literally, and I had no idea even how to be saved, and God saved my life. And folks, Brother Benjamin, I am so thankful, and another man, um, Brother Jim, uh, really played a part, which Brother Jim had met Benjamin on a missionary trip to um uh it was um maybe Honduras or somewhere they'd been hit by a hurricane I can't remember where and uh anyways uh, Brother Jim shared brother Benjamin's book and we became friends. I met him personally. Uh, down right after that, shortly after he was on tour with the prophecy Club and um went down and met him and we 've been friends ever since so since nineteen ninety nine we 've been good friends, and uh Brother Benjamin just needs your prayers, and that God would just touch him with um the anointing oil of healing that just flows freely from his throne, and that he would just surround Benjamin with comfort and reverse the uh the pain and the inflammation and give him just peace and serenity and so father in yeshua's powerful name i pray that you would touch brother benjamin that all this healing lord would just flow freely around him lord and through him i pray for the audience here too listening lord that you would touch uh the those who are listening to remnant call um, and their families, Lord, and realize we are in the middle of a war. And and as we talked last week about warriors, or two weeks ago, was, you are wanting warriors, people that will go to war in prayer and willing to share the gospel, even to their own peril, Lord. Thank you so much for these wonderful blessings you give. We ask that you to sanctify this program in Yeshua's powerful name. Amen. Folks, we talked last week or two weeks ago, excuse me, I believe it was about the priesthood of Zadok and how Zadok was so different than any other normal high priest, which was a, a co-high priesthood was being shared at that time. Um, Zadok was a warrior. He was among some of David's mighty men we, we read about, and he was not willing to go with the popular he stayed with the will of God even when it seemed like the right thing to do was to embrace the new wave, right? He didn't do that. He stayed faithful to God. He stayed faithful to the throne of David and he stayed faithful to the truth in God's word. And and that is the that is of compromise. And God as we talked about is looking for those type of people right now in this hour. And I want to just share quickly a few things with you because last week I wasn't able to be here and it was because there was a group I knew of that were doing a little revival, uh, meeting and, um, in and just wanting to seek more of God, wanting to improve some stuff. And so I went and joined with them and, I uh, it was not far from here and, That Shabbat, um, there was a young lady who during the pandemic would come up here to home fellowship in the house when the churches were shut down and we'd have, you know, people up here in the garage just worshiping the Lord, um, you know, hugging, caring for one another, uh, loving those who people did not want to touch and love. And she was a friend of mine, uh, the, The couple, the wife specifically it was um her daughter and she had been through a life of drugs and and um and just you know 6 years of addiction she'd already had to give up her youngest child to another family member she would just go right back in the relationship between Uh, her, the father and her was very Rocky and, and, and it was, the mother was, was always struggling, wanting her the best for her daughter. Like any, you know, parent would always want then ended up in jail and was pregnant again. And now she's so worried. She's going to have to have another baby while in jail. And long story short, she ends up giving her life to the Lord and she wanted to not only give her life to the lord but she wanted to go down in the waters of baptism and and just seal this thing um in baptism with you know and go under and and so i i was talking to her and she asked if i would actually come and baptize her and i said you know yeah of course i would and so i was having a chat with her prior to this because Folks, the gift of salvation is free, okay? And I'm not getting into whether you have to be baptized to be saved, any of that stuff. I'm just talking about what had happened here. The gift of salvation is free. There's nothing you can do to earn it because you can't put God in debt. Now, at the flip side, it's not a license to sin. It's actually grace is the power to live holy, and I believe in obedience. But I needed to just know something very important, I know she had been studying seeking the Lord and all these things and 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 I just needed to know something. Was she genuinely sorry for the sins that she had committed against God? Was she repentant? And we had a talk and she shared just a beautiful story of repentance. And here's a beautiful young lady. she's strung out on crystal meth already had everything go wrong, looked like to the world she would never come around. Just one of those constant cases of in and out, in and out, no hope, you know, just give another one away to the devil. But you know what? She had this beautiful story of repentance that she had shared to me. And so we got out there and we went to go baptize her. And I remember as I was baptizing her and I just looked over in her eyes and I just saw all the tears coming down and I knew that day the devil had lost another soul and took her down into those waters of baptism and brought her back up again and watched a brand new lady walk out of those waters. I'm sharing this with you is because that's Right there, what I live for. That right there is what I live to do on this earth, and that is to tell people and see people's lives come to Yeshua, come to Jesus, and be saved from this world of filthiness and sin. And and I that's why I do the Remnant Call. I don't take money. I I don't ask for money. I don't. This is a free program. I do it for one reason, to reach, to warn, to encourage that the God we serve and who has called you is able to do what he needs to do to make sure he ensures that your salvation is secure and keep you all the way to the end. Now, whether you might be called for martyrdom, I don't know, but that has nothing to do of him keeping your soul because once he gets a hold of you and you've trusted into him and we place our trust into him and we know that he is able to keep us from falling, that doesn't mean he takes away our free choice. I'm talking about based in the book of Jude unto him that is able to keep you from falling that he will keep us if we believe and trust in him all the way to the end that we will not be deceived I cannot express if you have never taken part in leading somebody to Jesus folks it's the greatest feeling you will ever experience in your entire life And when I get an email from somebody about how their life's been turned around or whatever, it's those things that keep me going to know that God has called me to something greater. Now, I do the remnant call, but outside of that here in this area, I do ministry outside of my job because I can't sit around and wait and hope somebody else is going to do the work. We must do the work ourselves. That's what God has called us to do, to reach out. There's this verse that just is so troubling to me. And it's not troubling to me because I understand it. It's troubling to me because what it what other people don't understand. It's a very simple verse that you've heard before in the word of God. In Proverbs 14, 12, There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. You see, there are a lot of people out there who believe that they're doing the, you know, that they're going to church once a week or a prayer whatever, reading a verse, and I'm okay because I've been saved once. It's for, you know, I can do whatever I want to do. But the truth is, that is not what the Word of God says. Salvation is free, but sanctification, sanctification is a lifelong commitment where we stay close to the Lord. And we grow. And when we fall, we get back up. And folks, there are so many people today that think that they can walk one foot in the world and one foot in the kingdom and think that it's okay. I, I You know, I wouldn't believe it's how many believers I know. And, oh, my God, I can't stay. Honestly. I know there are those you like to use. You know, men think it's okay we get around each other and just you know say some swear words. It's just men, folks. You can't, you can't bless and curse from the same mouth. Okay, it's just not right. The things of God are holy and to be taken holy and to be treated holy, and we are to reflect a holy God. Now, do we mess up? Yes, maybe. Do we do things we regret? Absolutely, but we don't excuse it because we're around the guys. In this hour, there is such a lack of holiness and respect for the obedience to the Word of God. It's disgusting, and it's offensive. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. But the modern day believer says, love means do what I feel like. Do what thou wilt. That's what the devil says. God is calling us to a higher standard. The deception is getting more and more intense. Listen to this right here. Listen closely. What if everything one day you found out that everything you'd ever heard about religion was wrong? everything we have we're, were visited by aliens they had seeded this planet millions of years ago and that there's really no god those the things talked about in ezekiel those were just flying saucers and you are there's no higher power except for this leader of an alien race and everything was a deception what if you found that out i'll tell you what it's not true but if we're not grounded in the word and these things happen one day, people are going to be deceived. People are going to fall for it because this deception is coming here. This deception is going to fool the world if we don't get grounded in the word of God and follow the obedience in the things he has called us to do. It's not because God's being harsh. It's because he loves us and wants to protect us. And when we obey, it not only benefits us, it benefits others around us. When you keep God's commandments, it blesses you and others because you're not stealing from them. You're not doing all the things against them. It protects them. But yet we are coming up on a time and period in this world's history where deception is running so large that, of course, as you've seen the homosexuality and everything else that's running rampant in this church and changing genders and all these things like there. Folks, we keep giving into it. It won't be long before you'll start to question it yourself. You see, for me, it's foolishness. Why? Because I've met Jesus. I met him in 1999, that day that the Lord came down in my vehicle, and I left the house strung out on crystal meth. I came home born again outside of a church. So if you try to tell me that God doesn't exist, to me, I'm thinking, you're crazy. I met him. I know him. He's been there with me. So you can try to tell me anything you want, but I know him personally. Not only just in his word, I've actually met him that day. I'm not saying I saw him face to face, but he was there and met me in my vehicle in 1999. That's a fact. And because of that personal relationship An experience with God, which comes from relationships, folks, that we can have today. We will not be deceived because we will be hidden under his wings. But I am warning you. I am warning you from the bottom of my heart. Listening to the remnant call is not enough. Listening to these programs is not enough. You have to be in the word of God and, or, and be in prayer and seeking his face to be sustained. You, you, you see, if you have nothing worth dying for, then you've got nothing worth living for. And every time I get to see somebody that surrenders their life to Jesus, it reminds me of, Frank, this is why you're here on this earth. It's not to run an IT company. It's not to build your own castle and fortress and and family legacy. My reason for being here is to promote and to share the kingdom of God with a dying and lost world. That's why I'm here. Nothing else. The Lord was gracious enough to save my soul. Now I have work to do by sharing the good news with others. It's not a bad thing because the true works of the Lord are not mine anyways. He foreordained them before the foundations of this world so that man could walk in them. That's where true works come from. They belong to God, but we have work to do. So get off this works craziness that we don't have works. Folks, it's not about salvation. It's about getting lost souls for the kingdom. I don't know what else to tell you. Watch. If you've seen the news, if you've seen what's going on, you know the hour that we're in. Why are we sitting here and focusing only on the news and what's going on when people are dying without Jesus? What are we going to do about it? Because if we're not sharing, we're hypocrites. It's all hypocrisy. And everything we're doing is for nothing if we're not sharing with somebody about Jesus. And maybe you can't get out of your home. Maybe you're crippled and stuck. But you can pray for those that are out there and be a part of the movement. Brother Benjamin suffers such attack because of the calling on his life. And the commitment to share no matter what the cost. Folks, God, we've got this little bit of time that God has called us to. He's asking us to make a difference in somebody's life. It's not about reading the next book. It's not about watching the next video. It's about knowing your God and knowing his plan and following through with action. The most destructive thing in a business that just makes your employees angry it wastes the time are meetings that end in more meetings, but never bear fruit to action. Have you ever been a part of that? Yes, I can't stand them. Meetings must end up in actionable items or we are wasting our time. This relationship with God, folks, I'm telling you right now, ends in an actionable item. Go ye therefore unto all the earth. Share that good news with everybody. Jesus is coming again. The marching orders apply to all. No exceptions. That's what we are to do. And along the way, God will show us mercies as we bring people to the kingdom And share this good news. And folks, there's going to be people along the way that you never knew that you touched. But one day in the kingdom, we'll see them. And you won't even believe it. All because of a simple word you may have shared with somebody that gave them hope that God can save their souls. This is Brother Frank encouraging everybody get in the fight. Man up, men. I'm serious. We don't have time for this laziness, and weakness in men. Women, thank God for the women who filled in at times when the men were afraid to do what they were called to do, because they were either too lazy or too worried about their own kingdoms. We need to join forces for one reason: we are to win souls for Christ. This is Brother Frank on the Remnant Call. Sand everybody. Good night and Shalom. Oh Israel, rejoice, oh Zion, rejoice, for the Lord your God has made you His delight, has made you His desire, blow a trumpet inside. Then in time, some sun